Radio Free Hillsdale, 101.7 FM. This is Charger Rundown. I'm Martin Peterson. And I'm Reagan Genschieski, bringing you all things Hillsdale Charger sports. And we are now joined in the studio by another very special guest, her second time ever on this show, Caroline Shelton, uh, outside hitter of the volleyball team. Caroline, thank you so much for joining us on Charger Rundown. Thank you for having me. What's up? I mean, how's how's everything going right now for you guys as far as, you know, just not playing games? It's been interesting to say the least. Um, we're doing everything backwards. So most of the time in the spring, we would be doing conditioning, lifting, playing a little bit, of, bit, a little bit of beach volleyball at the end of the spring season. But this year, we actually started off playing beach volleyball, and now we're just conditioning and lifting. And then we're hoping in the next couple of weeks to start practicing normally. So, what was your attitude kind of all summer uh, regarding? you know, the chances of having a season, not having a season in the fall. Like, did you kind of know in the back of your mind that we're probably not going to be playing games in the fall, like things are going to change, or did you think that you were still holding on for hope till the last minute? Uh, my mentality was, with it was um, hope for the best and prepare for the worst. So in the back of my head, I kind of always had an inkling that we might not have the opportunity to play this fall. So when I learned that we couldn't, I was sad about it and upset about it because I was really looking forward to the season. But it wasn't the end of my world. And you uh, lived in Ohio for the summer. How, because I know they had some strict laws as well regarding gyms and whatnot. How do you like prepare for volleyball uh, during a pandemic when you can't get to gyms and you know and can't have all the resources that you usually have for summer so the good thing about volleyball is unlike sports such as football we don't have to be super big and super strong in order to perform really well it's more about quickness and speed and how high you can jump so luckily for us since all the football stadiums were open we were able to do sprint workouts stair workouts box jumps on stairs a lot of different opportunities for us instead of just lifting i did have the opportunity though there was a gym where i was living that was open and it was 25 dollars a month to go and lift there and it was a hole in the wall gym but it had everything you needed squat racks a lot of dumbbells just it was it was a great opportunity for us to be there and actually have gyms open and I'm just always so impressed when I talk to the volleyball players. They're so like level-headed, and you're you guys are just so determined. And I think that's amazing. Um, I think I could say that about most athletes here. But so Caroline, we talked a little bit. You had you guys are doing some breathing exercises, and you're like, can you tell me a little bit about that? Because I've never really heard of that before. Yes. So something new we're doing this year. We always have a lot of mental, a lot of mental exercises. Your physical aspect of your game is not as important as your mental aspect, as our coach would say. And one of the things that we're working on is our breathing. We're, we believe that if you can control your breathing, it is a, you will be able to control the rest of your body too. So if you have a stability such as your breath control, then you will be able to stabilize other emotions. So you might see us in the gym now. We will walk around, jog around, holding our breath, essentially saying the ABCs. So you take one big deep breath in and you say A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, J, K, L, M, O, P all the way through and then you go into numbers and you see how many numbers you can get and it's all about being able to um see how much air your lungs can fill into it so that you are able to better perform we need to do this let's do it once okay let's do it okay so you're gonna breathe in through through your nose okay. just one more breath in through your nose out through your mouth ready you want me to do it or do yeah, you, you can do it with me okay ready <laughs> Not yet, not yet. Oh, okay, right. okay. How many times <laughs> we do it? Okay, okay. We just, that was just to stabilize our breath. <sighs> okay. 
Okay, and then quick breath in through your nose, and then you say your ABCD, your ABCs until you physically cannot speak anymore. Ready? A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, J, K, L, M, P, Q, R, S, T, U, V, W, X, Y, N, Z, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, 24, 25, 26, 27, 28, 29, 30, 31, 32, 33, 34, 35, 36, 37, 38, 39, 40, 41, 42, 43, 44, 45, 46, 47, 48, 49, 50, 51, 52, 53, 54, 55, 56, so we do that for a while, and most of the time... <laughs> We're just going to pretend. Yeah, just keep going. No, yeah, that And most happen. of the time, we will run around, and so you'll get out of breath a little quicker, and so you will be, you will be trying to speak, but your mouth will be moving, but no sound will be coming out. <laughs> so so describe to us, like, okay, I understand, like, we, we kind of do some breathing stuff, too, especially with, like, yoga. Um. But, like, what is the purpose of making sure you're able to – or is it just the use of that breath? Like, if you're getting everything out of it that you can, you're just teaching your body how to take that one breath and get the most out of it, basically? Is that what the point of it is? Yeah, essentially. We – our coach over the summer read a book talking about how different athletes use breath control to better themselves. And something that he learned was that most of the sprinters in the Olympics actually work a lot on their breath control. I believe what he said is that they will breathe like right before they run. And then for that hundred yard sprint, they might not take a breath the entire time. Like just to be able to control their breathing and stuff like that. Talking to Caroline Shelton on Charger Rundown, discussing um, breathing. And Regan, I think you had a question. I do. So you mentioned this book that your coach read. And you also mentioned to me that you, you as players read a book, correct? What book is it? And can you just tell me, I guess, more about that? Is this where the breathing exercises? Do you guys read the same book he read? Basically, So we are actually listening to bits and pieces of the breathing book that he read, which has actually been very interesting to learn how how we how affecting our breathing can actually affect our game and make us better athletes and performers in general in pressure situations. A book that we read is by David Goggin. It's called Can't Hurt Me. And some a lot of athletes might be familiar with it it's a journey with david goggins throughout his life talking about the struggles and how he overcame them and the biggest point i've taken out of it is that you can actually go further beyond what you believe that your body can so he the point he emphasizes is that at most of the time you're only using 40 percent of the of your capabilities as an athlete and you can push yourself further so you just have to get that extra 60 percent did you read this? Is this your first year reading this book? We read that book when I was a freshman over Christmas break. So my freshman year spring, I bet I guess a year and a half ago is when we really honed in on it and really like worked to read each chapter and do the challenges that came along with it. And what was that like? You know, you go from high school uh, volleyball and then you come into freshman year of college and you're playing, reading this book and that has to be just a completely different mindset. What was that adjustment like for you? It was a very interesting adjustment. It was really nice to come to Hillsdale. And the thing with high school is that you go to high school where you live. With college, at least, and like different players, you play with people that have basically the same mentality as you, and your coach will only recruit players that he believes will um, fit into his mindset and like the different aspects of the game that he really wants to mentally and physically. And so it was a really 
positive adjustment, I would say, coming to college because everybody was on the same page and working towards the same goals and everybody is super open minded and willing to do what our coach says so that we can better ourselves. And I really think that the way our success set, the, the type of success we have is um, it's a really we're thinking about really um shows how well our coach recruits and puts us all into the same category for sure and you guys are so successful as a team so I can definitely attest to that just watching you guys Mm -hmm. play it's incredible because you make it look so effortless and I love going to volleyball games and I do have a question one more question about the book my coach read the same book and he's been raving about it and I believe the who wrote the book again Karen David Goggins okay David Goggins he ran four miles every four hours for 24 hours do you remember that part in the book oh yes when he had to run 100 miles in 24 hours yes yes my coach did something similar yes he ran four miles every four hours basically it sounds like we're, we're doing physical challenges like that I need to know do you think that you guys will be running four miles every four hours at some point this, during the season not during the season just because our verticals would go way down mm-hmm. if we did that and so I wouldn't be surprised if after after we all graduated and we had a little team get together if we tried something out like that just for fun talking to Caroline Shelton here on Charger Rundown on Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM um, Caroline before we get into you know what practices are looking like for you guys and you know, how, how the girls on your team are really handling it. I want to play a game that we play with a lot of the volleyball, volleyball players that come on the show. And uh, the game is, can I eat this Coach Gravel? Okay. Are you ready? <laughs> yes. Okay, so let's say it is, let's say it is four hours before a match. Okay. Garlic bread. Yes. Ooh, gray area there. Gray area, just because it is bread, and we technically have no restrictions on butter and garlic. I mean, garlic's good for you, right? I don't know. I'm, so I'm I would say yes. Okay. I would say yes. Okay. Not to, not a whole loaf, but I mean, I don't think that you should necessarily eat a whole loaf of garlic bread. So this is like the pizza know? thing, right? The pizza thing's always been a big debate, right? You can have pizza, right? But it's like, how many pieces of pizza can I have? Exactly. Right? You gotta know your body. Is that what yes. Stephanie says? Okay. And not right before a game. You cannot eat pizza right before. Okay, a game. so let's you not say right before. before the game because I feel like that's not because usually I I don't want to eat a lot of stuff before a game either. Let's say it's the night before, right? Because yeah. what's the hour rule? What is it called? Twenty or forty-eight hour. We have five meals. Five five meal, five meal plan. Okay. Yes. All right, so garlic bread, that's a yes. Garlic bread's a yes, Okay. now that I'm thinking about it. So let me say carrot cake. No. Why? It's carrot cake. But it's Carrots. sugar. It's still ah, cake. Is it? Is it cake? It's still cake. It's like, I'm trying to think of, it's like blueberry pie. Okay. Or blueberry pancake. It's not an actual blueberry. Okay, so blueberry <laughs> pancake. Uh, You could have one. 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 But if you take a bite of that second one, you've crossed the line. <laughs> you have essentially, yes, crossed okay. the line. Um, yogurt parfait. Yes, 100% yes. Okay. Is this vanilla yogurt? Doesn't matter? Doesn't matter. Okay. Okay. Um, let's see. How about this? Okay. A Wendy's chicken salad. Yes. Even uh, though it's chicken, fast Grilled food. chicken. Oh, but if it's fried. Yeah, no fried food. Mm. Grilled chicken's fine. Mm. No tendies. No tendies no on that tendies. salad. You got any, Reagan? I just want to, can. is there any restrictions on like soda? 
We are not allowed to drink soda th for the entire volleyball season. What about diet soda? No. What about coffee? Yes, coffee's a yes. Okay, so caffeine is okay. Caffeine's good. It's just the sugar intake with the soda and all the different chemicals. Okay. So since there's no sugar in diet soda, there's still other chemicals in there that doesn't want you to take. Okay, that makes sense. One more, my personal favorite, a burger. Let's say it's from Ooh. let's say it's from Saga because you guys can't go to McDonald's, right? We can go to McDonald's. Okay, okay. I felt like I heard that. But not somewhere. on the five meal plan. Yes, not on the five meal plan. Unless it's a Wendy's salad. Yes, and then you can also on the five meal plan. Sometimes before games, we well one time my sophomore year we went to McDonald's for a pregame meal for breakfast because the breakfast place we were gonna go to took too long, and so you can get stuff like different stuff there. So you could get like a egg and cheese McMuffin or um, oatmeal, their yogurt mm. parfait, stuff like that. Okay, but a burger from Saga. I would say yes before the day before a game. I have actually Four never hours seen, before, though, probably not. Probably not. Kay. I have actually never seen anybody on our team eat a cheeseburger from Saga. So can I can I put can I put ketchup on this burger? Yes. Can I put mustard? Yes. What about sweet relish on a hot dog? Yes. Like what are the, like these condiments? Like, like yes, everything's you can put all, okay. Yes, like okay. even cheese and all that stuff. Okay, that makes sense. I'm trying to think. I had another good one. Um, and it escapes me right now. But is there any foods that like you sh like really like that you like? It's always tempting when you see it, like in the five meal plan. I my family is known for eating ice cream after almost every single meal. Wow. And so and so most people wouldn't think that we do that just because um I don't know. It's not really. But yeah, we love ice cream. So ice cream would probably be my biggest thing. When it's just a Friday afternoon after a game and you're just craving utter side. But then you have a game on Saturday. Mm. So then you hold off until Saturday. So what is what is your favorite ice cream? So we'll take this a couple ways. So your favorite, like, frozen, go pick it up in the freezer at a grocery store ice cream. Your favorite ice cream place. And overall, just your favorite kind of ice cream. My favorite ice cream, if I were going to go to the store, would probably be Ben & Jerry's Half-Baked. Mm. It's a number it's a one, classic. number one, Caroline. That is so good. <laughs> I know. And I heard that they have a peanut butter half baked now, too. So I kind of want to try that out. Oh, boy. If the, my favorite place to go get ice cream in Kansas City, we have this Kansas City chain called Andy's Frozen Custard. And so that's probably my favorite. I guess you it's technically custard. So it's an ice cream. But me and my family will go there a lot. And then what about just your favorite kind of ice cream? Like generic. My favorite flavor. Like, like your favorite flavor and then maybe if there's like a cyclone in particular, like if wherever you go, you're like, if you go to a new place and you're like, oh, I like a cookie dough cyclone. That's like, what's your kind yes. of go-to? So mine would probably be Reese's peanut butter cups and Oreos with vanilla ice cream. I like a cyclone. Maybe hot fudge. We'll throw a little hot fudge a in hot there. A hot fudge or maybe even like strawberries, bananas. Gotta okay. Get, yeah. All right, this edition of uh, What Can I Eat, Coach Gravel on Charger Rundown <laughs> on Radio Free Hillsdale, 101.7 FM. Thank you for participating, Caroline. You're welcome. Uh, um, speaking of Coach Gravel, obviously, um, you know, well-respected coach, has done a lot for not only that program, but the school itself. And um, obviously, this is new for him. Um, you know, when I saw him over the summer and going into the school year, he's got the uh, like the Italian mafia look with the kind of like the slick back hair. <laughs> uh, he has since gotten rid of that. Thank um, 
God. Really? You weren't a fan? See, I thought it was kind of sweet. I thought he, he had some swag to him. No, no. No, it was awful. His beard, I did like, I do like the his beard. The beard's nice. The beard, the beard, the beard is nice, yes. But not the, not the slicked back look. <laughs> he's gonna he's gonna hear this and I'm gonna be on the line tomorrow, oh, but yeah. not this like you're, you're done look. for, Coach. Make your run. Um, but obviously, like his, you know, this is the first time that he's gone through something like this. Mm-hmm. You know, what has been his message to you guys, um, really throughout this whole fall? His message to us is basically not to worry about it because we cannot control it. So there's no reason for us as individual players to stress out about it. And he has kind of gone on with the same mentality. He wants us to play, as do we, but it's not necessarily all in his control. So he just wants us to see where things go, and hopefully it'll turn out for the best. And you guys have been, you know, getting creative with, like, where you're going and everything. You guys have been using the sand volleyball courts. I mean, how much harder is that? than playing on the actual court because I know I obviously know the difference that it is a little harder but consistently every single Mm -hmm. day has that taken a toll on your body at all or honestly I think it's almost been better for our indoor play after playing on the beach um you have to figure out how to jump a little bit higher because it's so much harder to jump in the beach and we mostly only play doubles or triples and so having to read the other side has been really good for our defensive play it we're picking up a lot of balls indoors that we wouldn't necessarily normally pick up because we're just being able to read our hitters so much better and you're a junior now so you're an upperclassman a little bit more of a leader per se let's say how have you been you know well what what was the reaction of your teammates when the season was canceled and how have you been using you know your upperclassman status to kind of keep the team moving and in a positive direction and working towards a championship I think something that we've all been trying to work on is making our practices as game-like as possible. So when we do have the opportunity to get out and step on the court and actually scrimmage each other, we're trying to make it feel as if we're in the days leading up to a game. And so just really keeping that intensity and competitiveness in practice is what is like pushing us and making sure that we stay on top of our game. And what was like, you know, you find out that your season has been move to the spring what was just the reaction from your teammates it was it was sad it was a lot of people were pretty devastated about it because we just came off of I, one of our better years this past year and we were going into this thing into yeah. this season really positively yeah let's not sugarcoat this I mean the hype around your guys's team this year was mm-hmm. there was a lot there yes. I mean you guys were returning most of your starters um you know getting Maddie Clark back from injury um, a great incoming class of freshmen that you guys had. I mean, out of all the years, I mean, this year you guys were really ramping up to you guys. You were built for a run. I yes. mean, yeah, that has to be devastated, devastating for you guys, first of all. Mm-hmm. It was. We actually, in the spring, right before we got sent home, because of everything that was happening, we our team went on a trip to Utah, and we did a lot of hiking and a lot of team-building exercises. So not only was our physical play there, where we were all playing well together, but then our bonding and how well our team connected was there, too. So we were coming in strong physically and mentally ready to go. Yeah, I mean, I mean that mesh there that you guys have, and you know, the camaraderie that you guys can build together is huge, and that's what you see on all championship teams. My question for you guys is, and this is this goes for all three of us, is that this year Division Two championships were canceled for the entire school year. So even though we're gonna have ga- all three of us are gonna have games in the spring, there's no championship, which leads to my next question: is that this creates another year of eligibility for a lot of the girls and for you? Um, 
has anybody talked about that really about staying some extra years? Like what's that going to look? Because I know you, I know you guys really want a shot at this, especially deep in the postseason. Mm -hmm. What's kind of been the vibe around the team regarding that year of eligibility? So the vibe around the team is, I am not sure how it was for the rest of the sports, but for volleyball in particular, we get a blanket waiver. So no matter how many games we do play, we will all have an extra year of eligibility. So yes. Mm And so our coach has told us that he would like, if we would like to, we could all stay. He just doesn't know how we could fit it into the budget realistically. So some scholarships might be changed, but wow. we, but as long as we're working hard, he would love for all of us to stay an extra semester. And so we, there have been some people talking about it. It's a bigger question for the, the seniors have to make more of like a snap decision right, right now. And so I know a couple oh, of Oh, I know them, that feeling. Yes. Like, yeah. So I know a couple of people that are thinking about staying. Um, one, that's probably definitely. And then people are trying to figure out jobs and like where if they want to start their life or if they want to continue their volleyball career for one more semester. I think it's definitely, um, you know, across all sports, it's about closure, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, you really don't, you really want to end on your own terms. And sometimes injuries takes that away. Yes. Um, you know, and, and now a pandemic, you know, you don't just don't really know. But again, that's a lot of that's difficult, a lot of difficult decisions for our guys mm-hmm. on the team. I know for both of you guys' teams, I think that's just it's just really hard. And I don't know if there is a right answer, really. No. I don't, I really don't. I think everyone's kind of got to do what's best for themselves, but you know, it's 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 gonna be tough. But I think everybody's gonna figure it out Caroline. Um, I want to thank you so much for coming on. And we're sorry we didn't have you on last year. I mean, you're kind of giving us a little okay. bit of a slack for that. <laughs> um, but but we're really excited for you guys. And obviously, what we get to see in the spring, we'll be excited to watch you guys on the court. Yes, and we actually might have a couple tournaments coming hey, up in November. What? So We're going to so, be there. Yes, hopefully. We're going to be there. Hopefully, a lot of people will be able to be there. That's what we're hoping Well, thank you so much, Karen, for coming on. And thank you for listening to Charger Rundown on Radio Free Hillsdale, 101.7 FM.